Hello Saints, Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not in Jesus name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. The forgiveness and justification of the Lord works differently than what we have probably previously perceived it to be. It's interesting to see how things work in the divine economy when we get right into the Word of God. Listen to 2 Samuel 22, beginning in verse 22 also. This is after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba, had her husband killed, etc. After that, that was in 2 Samuel 11. Now we're in 2 Samuel 22, 22 through 25. For I have kept, David says, the ways of the Lord, and have not wickedly departed from my God. Now, obviously, David was in the abiding relationship with the Lord and keeping his ways and obeying him and walking in relationship with him. All of his past sin was forgiven, and that's good news for you and I. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us through the blood of Christ as we walk in the light, as he is in the light. We have fellowship with him, one with another, and the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, cleanses us from all sin. First John 1, 7, I want to encourage you to memorize that vital verse. It's a vital component of truth. Forgiveness is complete and it's there, but it's only there for those who are abiding in Christ, walking currently in the light, which is what we have here. David is currently walking in the light and he says, boldly and with all confidence before the Lord. By the way, the only confidence we have is based on the mercy of God and the grace of God, not our own goodness. There's none there. And it's about time we got over that. I think Romans 7.18 will help you where Paul says that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. And that's the same thing for us. There's nothing good about us outside of Christ. O wretched man that I am, Paul says, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? That's Romans 7. Romans 7. He didn't say, O wretched man that I was, but that I am. That old sinful nature is the old man that Colossians 3 talks about. And Ephesians 4, you've got to put it away. Yeah, put it off. Put off the old man. If there wasn't any old man, if there wasn't any sin nature, the Bible wouldn't be telling Christians to put off that old man. The Bible wouldn't be saying in Galatians 5, 17, 18, that the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. There is a war going on inside, and only the daily cross can cause us to overcome by the power of the Holy Ghost as he raises us up in his power. In verse 24, I was upright before him, David says. I have kept myself from mine iniquity. Now, somebody could say, wait a minute, this guy committed adultery and murdered. Well, yeah, so have you sinned in the past too, but does that define who you are? No, that doesn't define who we are. That's something we did in the past and we've repented of and we're completely washed of. Aren't you glad about that. Anybody that's honest with himself and God is very glad for the mercy of God and doesn't hold people for their past sins. That's a person that's not walking in the grace and the forgiveness of God himself. So he doesn't know and experience and isn't receiving the forgiveness of God himself. That's why he would dare to condemn somebody else for a past sin. So David says, I was also upright before him and have kept myself from mine iniquity. Now, was it not true? 
that David committed adultery and had the husband of Bathsheba killed. That was true. But in the divine economy, as far as the east is from the west, the Lord had removed that sin from David. Now, it's not that he didn't reap what he had sowed. He did. He was forgiven and justified by the mercy of the Lord after Nathan was sent to rebuke him. But he still had to reap dire consequences for his sin. Verse 25, 2 Samuel 22 says, Therefore the Lord hath recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. Then he says, With the merciful thou wilt be merciful, and with the upright man thou wilt show thyself upright. With the pure thou wilt show thyself pure, and with the froward thou wilt show thyself unsavory. And the afflicted people thou wilt save, but thine eyes are upon the haughty, that thou mayest bring them down. And this is very interesting can't even scratch the surface of the what the Lord wants to convey to us here. But notice, with the merciful, with those that look upon others with mercy, and by the way, let me stop right here to say, I'm going to repeat what I heard a pastor say one time that I agree with. It's, it's just amazing how merciful we can be concerning our own weaknesses and sins, and how cruel and hateful and judgmental and condemning we can be toward those tendencies and sins that others have committed. Isn't that amazing? That's amazingly hypocritical, isn't it? In fact, the Bible says in Romans 2, 1, 2, and 3, that thou that condemnest, you do the same things you're condemning others for. We've got to repent of that and be crucified with Christ so that the mercy of God flows out of us toward others, even as the mercy of God flowed out of Christ on the cross toward you and me while we were yet sinners. In fact, while he was dying for us, Jesus forgave a man that was apparently a career criminal, the thief on the cross. All he had to say was, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said without hesitation, today thou wilt be with me in paradise. See, that's how God's mercy, that's how his kingdom works. It's interesting to mix in Ezekiel 33, 12 and 13 right here, where the Lord tells us that in the day that a righteous man sins for that sin, all of his righteousness will no longer be remembered. And yet in the day that a wicked man repents, All of his wickedness and transgressions will not be remembered, but he will be forgiven. God is, what does that tell us? One of the things it tells us is that God is a right now God. Where are you? Where am I now? Where am I now? What if I committed some big sin in my past and you have a seemingly clean outer shell? Nobody knows about your sin except God and because he looks on the heart, you see. And if you've hated, you're a murderer. If you've committed adultery in your heart, you're an adulterer in the eyes of a holy God. If you continue to do that, you haven't repented. So let's say if I went out and did something really bad, it became public news or whatever, and I had repented and was forgiven. And yet you and your heart were condemning me. Guess who's right with God and guess who's not? Think about it. The answer is obvious with the way the Lord's kingdom works. We've got to see things through the eyes of the word of God, which define what the king's kingdom is all about. God will be merciful to those who simply come to him, admitting their sin and repentance, and honestly confess and turn from those wickedness back to him. God bless you, my friend. May God have mercy and grace upon each of us as we come boldly or confidently before his throne of grace to obtain mercy for our sins and grace, divine enablement to help in times of need to overcome in Jesus' name. God bless you. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward 
forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture rich and Christ centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month. And your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting. And feel free to visit our donate page on the site. And you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon. And you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so. And a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.